Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. The deep voice man there said Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi, but Mike Sempervivi is not going to be joining us here today. He went to GCW this weekend, and he hasn't made it back live yet. So today we will be replaced by Lance Storm, who will be joining us in the next segment. He's got a lot to talk about. Just watch the SmackDown show. There's a lot to talk about here today. No show yesterday, but we'll talk about Sunday Observer Live here in a few days. It shall continue. But first off, today, we got Raw tonight, which of course has, uh, it's Raw. I got a lineup for you. I don't know how much of it's going to actually air on the show, but I do have a lineup for you. And we have about a week and a half until the Crown Jewel pay-per-view. And believe it or not, we got eight matches announced for the Crown Jewel show. So we take you through all of those. We've got Rampage and SmackDown having a battle this Friday night. The gist of it, if you're unaware, SmackDown has to move to FS1. They're being preempted, or not preempted, they're being moved uh, this coming Friday night. They will be airing on FS1, and of course, Rampage airs on TNT. SmackDown will be in its normal time slot on FS1. However, it's going to be a two and a half hour show, and they have noted that the second the final half hour will be commercial free because they want to do a half hour commercial free versus Rampage. They are determined to beat Rampage on Friday nights. Tony Khan on Twitter has stated that he is determined to beat SmackDown on Friday. So we shall see. We'll talk about that. Make some predictions here. And uh, also the Rampage review, the SmackDown review, weekend shows, GCW Impact, and so much more. So get ready, everybody. Back in a moment to kick it off Wrestling Observer Live. If you've got a small business, you know there's nothing more valuable than your time. So why waste it at the post office? 
Stamps.com makes it easy to mail and ship right from your computer. No special equipment required. Whether you're in office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. You'll even get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. And their new Rate Advisor tool lets you compare shipping rates across carriers so you always find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk, and when you go to Stamps.com and use offer code FOCUS, you'll receive a four-week free trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top and enter code FOCUS. That's Stamps.com, promo code FOCUS. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the Window Replacement Hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-685-2080. 800-685-2080. 800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. Looking at, looking at, looking at me. Look at that, look at how they're looking at me. Eyes all sticking like honey on bees. Yeah, look at that, uh, look at how uh, they're looking at me. You're listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi not joining us here today, but Lance Storm. Upgrade Monday, I believe he wrote on his Twitter today, is joining us to replace Mike. What's going on, Lance? I see your, your buddy Callus is in quite the mood today. He's always in a mood. But yes, something to be thankful for for all Canadians on Thanksgiving Monday up here. That's right, it is Thanksgiving Monday, so happy Thanksgiving here, Lance. And how thankful we are for so much wrestling to talk about here today, including, I would say, the big story today, which is this coming Friday, we've got a battle, a head-to-head battle between WWE and AEW. 
Had a lot of people ask, what is going on? Well, quickly, SmackDown will be on FS1 in its normal time slot. Rampage will be in its normal time slot on TNT. Rampage will be live. SmackDown will be live, and SmackDown is also going two and a half hours. So from 10 to 10.30, SmackDown on FS1 and Rampage on TNT are going to be going live head-to-head. And, of course, WWE is determined to beat Rampage. Rampage is determined to beat WWE. And it's going to be interesting because we don't have a Rampage number yet, but the show this week does not appear to have done very well. It likely is the least-watched Rampage of all time. And WWE, is gonna ha- they're going to have a two-hour head start, a two-hour lead-in. You know they're probably going to have a Brock Lesnar segment and a Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks match from 10 to 10.30. And to me, the tipping point in this war is the fact that SmackDown will be doing no commercials <laughs> during that half hour. Now, AW often goes quite a while in that opening segment without a commercial. Sometimes they go 20 minutes, 25 minutes. I'm not sure they're going to be able to go the full 30 minutes. Maybe they'll get the okay from TNT to go the full 30 minutes without commercials. But I don't know if people realize this or not, but this no commercial gimmick is a very, very successful gimmick in terms of boosting your numbers. Because... There are a lot of people that turn the channel during the commercials. And the time that WWE has done commercial-free, the times that uh, AEW goes an extended amount of time without commercials, the viewership is very, very high compared to that same amount of time with commercials. So if you look at what WWE did on FS1, the last couple of times they went on FS1, in viewership, they will almost certainly beat Rampage. In 1849, it could be very close, but with the no commercial gimmick, my gut is that SmackDown during that half hour is probably going to beat them. But anything is possible. It's not like I see one of them being miles ahead of the other. And we don't know what AEW is going to do in the first half hour of their show. So it will be a very interesting head-to-head what are your thoughts on this, Lance? Well, the thing that I'm kind of hoping for, because I get a kick out of ridiculous arguing, is that unless one of the shows wins everything, everyone, you know, fan base-wise, is going to declare winners. Like, if the overall SmackDown show does better than the overall AEW show, then WB is going to claim victory, and their fans will as well. But what if AEW beats them in that half hour, but not overall for their show, then the AEW fans can claim victory. So unless one side wins everything, people are going to go absolutely insane when these numbers come out, all trying to downplay the victory of the other company and upplay the victory of their company, when at the end of the day it's a half-hour experiment. You know, the other thing is Dave mentioned on the show this weekend, and I started thinking about this more over the last couple of days. Dave's theory is that when AW put Dynamite on Wednesdays, NXT went live on Wednesdays on USA because the idea was we've got to stop this 
this show from gaining any any getting a foothold in the wrestling industry and of course they were destroyed and uh, NXT ended up being moved to Tuesday so then when Rampage was announced for Friday at 10 Dave had concluded that maybe WWE is going to consider moving SmackDown to three hours where the first two hours would be on Fox and the last hour would be on FS1 and his theory was that because of what happened on Wednesday WWE was not going to do this he has also theorized that if SmackDown that that half hour beats the first half hour of Rampage they might consider doing that third hour head-to-head with Rampage and the more I thought about this, the more I thought, obviously, that may happen. But this is this is not, I don't want to say a fair comparison, but if they win a half hour going head-to-head with Lesnar and Becky versus Sasha and no commercials, this is not a fair comparison as to what an hour of SmackDown will be doing on Friday nights on FS1 going head-to-head with Rampage. I'm not saying that if they did an hour on FS1 every Friday, they would not either sometimes, maybe regularly, I don't know, beat Rampage. But if I were WWE, I would not make a determination about whether I could beat Rampage on Friday based on what I'm going to do for a half hour without commercials with all of my biggest stars thrown in for a half hour this coming Friday. Well, no, but I think it is a good indication that if they narrowly win... They do not want to do this. If they absolutely destroy and wipe them out, then they could probably do this and win. Because obviously they don't want a portion of their SmackDown show losing to, you know, AEW's, we'll call it uh, A-minus show. So, but again, if they absolutely destroy it and their hour is up, their demo is up, and again, it does anywhere, you know, remotely close to what their SmackDown usually does by holding some people to uh, tune into FS1. Again, if it's a landslide, then I think they could do it. If it's close, then they probably shouldn't. And the other thing I would say, too, is that, uh, and before I hear this paid by AW, don't forget we do have archives. I said the same thing when NXT was going head-to-head with Dynamite, that I'm going to say about AW Rampage if they go head-to-head with SmackDown every Friday. Let's say SmackDown adds an hour. At the end of the day, the fans are going to have their fun. They're going to go crazy on my timeline, et cetera, et cetera. But it doesn't matter. And I said the same thing when NXT was going head-to-head with Dynamite. NXT, what, what I thought that they should do, and also what I thought that Dynamite should do, is run your show. I know that fans like the idea of competition, Obviously, WWE loves the idea of competition because that's why they put NXT on USA head-to-head on Wednesday nights. But at the end of the day, it's your company, and it's about your television deal, and it is about your ability to get a new television deal, make money, create new fans, and sell tickets. If you fall into this, oh, we're in a war, we got to hotshot this, we got to do this big show here, we got to give this match away, we've seen Ultimately, it is always destructive to one side or the other. I don't know what the shows are going to do this Friday. If Tony Khan wants to load up the first half hour of Rampage, that's cool. But I don't think that he should give away something that he has planned for later on down the road. I don't think that he should attempt to hotshot. 
If WWE wants to hotshot that first hour, whatever. Everyone, Every side can do whatever they want. But each side's primary goal is not to beat the other side. It is to do the best that they can for their business, for their fans, and for their future. And NXT be. doing everything that they did on Wednesday night, ultimately, that's what resulted in them ending up on Tuesday nights. So the show was way better before they got into that war. Yeah, and let's not you know discount the potential damage to SmackDown from becoming a three-hour show. Like, we saw how drastically raw viewership dropped after going to three hours. And one of the big pluses that everybody likes about SmackDown is it's so much easier to watch because it's two hours. Back in a moment, Observer Live. You watch the news, be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it no listing no waiting sell any home any size any condition now call the expert team at i need to sell my house fast make this free call now 800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760 that's 800-306-1760 Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, my heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 
800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Lance Storm joining us here today. We're going to go to Raw and Crown Jewel and show reviews and everything after a while, but i got one other thing to say. I think the idea of SmackDown doing three hours is a disaster. I mean, Lance talked about it before the break. I mean, the decline of Raw... Actually, when Raw first went to three hours, it actually did all right for about a year. And then the decline began, and it has just careened downhill. And granted, because of the state of television, it was going to go down. But, you know, somebody was asking on our on our board, why are wrestling fans so old? Why does it skew so old? And the answer to me is simple. You got a 76-year-old guy in charge who is an old man. You have an old man in charge. All of his right-hand men are old men. And the A show, three hours is an impossible barrier of entry. So, yes, I'm sure you can find somebody on our. Oh, I started watching in 2015 or whatever. Yes, there are some, okay? But when you have a three-hour show that is required viewing every week to stay on top of what's going on, it's a barrier of entry. And so you've not only got something that is driving off fans, but now you're preventing new fans from being created, so the decline is even quicker. If Raw were one hour, they would still lose fans here and there. But you would lose fans, and you would gain new fans. And so it's possible that you would stay steady, maybe drop a little over the years or whatever. But when you're losing fans, and you're also not gaining fans, then the decline is rapid. That's what's happening right now. So SmackDown going to three hours... So you want another barrier of entry? You're going to make the the show on Fox an extra hour long? Think, by the way, about what Fox is. Fox is a network show. You don't need to have cable, okay? So you're going to have a show on network where a, a sizable percentage of your audience doesn't even have cable. I'm not saying it's half, but maybe it's 25%. They don't even have the uh, the option of getting cable. You're going to run a show every week. And you're going to end the show saying, switch to FS1 to see the important stuff. Well, that's 25% of your audience are like, what am I watching this show for? I can't even watch the, the most important stuff. And if you can argue, well, the most important stuff will be on Fox and not on FS1. Well, that defeats the purpose of the third hour on FS1 if they're going head-to-head with a rampage. You've got to put the important stuff on FS1, not on Fox, which makes SmackDown on Fox a worse show. I want to see the important stuff on Fox. I don't want to watch two hours on Fox and then be told, now switch to FS1 to see the segment with Brock or Becky or whatever. And if you're not going to put that stuff on FS1, then your FS1 show is going to die. So I don't like this idea. I think it's hor- I think it's bad news for WWE, and it's not going to matter all that much to Rampage anyway. They're still going to do what they're going to do, and they're going to have their audience. Yep, pretty much. I think that's the, the right call. Horrible idea. Yep. What did you think of this SmackDown show? I was 
surprised at how little wrestling there is. As I've mentioned, I haven't been a regular watcher, but it did remind me, you know, of our show on Friday. We talked about that poll where fans that watch both WWE and AEW thought WWE did more, better storytelling. And I can understand the poll more watching because 50% of this show was recapping storylines and, you know, furthering talking segments of storylines where if you just think there's storylines and there's wrestling, I could see where you'd think there's more or better storylines on, on WWE television because that seemed to be the majority of the show. And still, this argument of storylines still just amazes me. Like, my biggest issue with it is a story. You know what the word storyline means? What's the, I do, but what's I don't the think line most part? people do. I God. don't think most people do. They just think the story is all the talking bits. And then the wrestling is the sports part. I think there's a lot of fans that don't realize that angles and progression in matches and so forth is technically a storyline. You know, my analogy would be, Lance... I can't wait. Oh, this is a good one. Imagine if you had a WWE Connect the Dots book and an AEW Connect the Dots book, okay? And the AEW book had 30 total dots. And when you connected them, you drew a picture of CM Punk. But the WWE Connect the Dots book had 300 dots, but they actually didn't connect anything. They were just a whole bunch of dots. So uh, fans are like, oh, let me look at these two books. Oh, the WWE book has more dots. And they fill out their, their goofy survey. But like, yeah, a lot of a lot of things happen, but there's no line in the word storyline. It's just a bunch of things that happen. What well, was the storyline for Zelina Vega losing every match? The storyline was she lost a million matches and now she won a match in King of the Ring? That's the Queen of the Crown or but whatever? you're proving my point because those were just a bunch of matches. I think most people would ignore that. They will focus on that opening, I don't know how long it was, 15, 20-minute talking segment with, you know, three video cap, you know, packages of the Becky, Sasha, Bianca storyline. Like each person came out. We got a video package recapping what happened before. And then they all summarized what happened before. Well, the announcers told us what happened before. It's like, I think people think, oh, that's a storyline. We watched a story segment. And then the matches are just the matches. Like, I think it's, again, because WWE has been the predominant product for so long that I think fans now just associate WWE style of storytelling as the storytelling part they're the sports entertainment company aew is that company that's just a sports presentation and has matches they don't do stories and it's like they just don't realize that subtle angles can be stories queen's crown and king of the ring i'll do a full recap of this by the way in an hour and a half with filthy but uh very quickly just the the gist of it the king's king of the ring tournament they had two matches they both went 10 minutes and they were both good so as far as the King of the Ring goes, so far so good. Queen's Crown, absolute total disrespectful waste of time. They had one match that went two minutes, and they had one match that went one minute. Uh, what's the point? I don't know. But Carmella beat Liv Morgan in one minute, and Zelina Vega beat Tony Storm in two minutes, leading to Zelina Vega versus Carmella. I'm pretty sure that's the match next week. 
Grinch. All right. That'll pull that, in the viewers. That's a new one. And that's not a disrespect that's not to the be women. In that, that second half hour of... Uh, no one the... can possibly care because the matches were booked short, not because the women couldn't actually be good if they were given the opportunity. Okay, so so next week, this is uh, this is this coming Friday, we have got SmackDown on FS1 with Brock, Sasha versus Becky, Zelina versus Carmella, and Finn Balor versus Sami Zayn. The other half of the bracket is taking place tonight on Raw. So if you want to watch the Raw side, and by the way, as we as we pretty much told you would happen, brand split is like non-existent between now and uh, Crown Jewel. So tonight we have got Becky and Charlotte versus Sasha and Bianca. We have got Big E and Drew in a face-to-face segment. There's a lot of words here to try to get to all of this. Kofi Kingston and Jinder Mahal is a tournament match. And uh, Xavier Woods versus Ricochet. All of the top stars, such as Ricochet, are in this tournament. And for the women's queen of the ring, you ready for this? Natalia versus Dewdrop and Dana Brooke versus Shayna Baszler. Tonight, only on Monday Night Raw. Didn't Shayna just murder Dana, like, last yeah, week? Yeah, she killed her. She did an injury angle. But now she's back for the Queen's Crown tournament. I think the highlight of the King of the Ring tournament so far for me was on SmackDown when the announcers talked about how King of the Ring has kick-started so many careers here in the World Wrestling Feder- uh, World Wrestling Entertainment. Sorry. And then listed Harley Race. <laughs> yeah, his career, Lance. That kicked off his career. His career started as the king. Those king seven, Harley Race. Those seven world title reigns. You know, did who said that, by career. the way? I don't remember. One of them said the, that it kicked off many careers, and then the other started listening, listing people. I'm assuming he just thought King of the Ring winners without realizing that they had talked about kickstarting a career because I'm pretty sure Harley had a bit of a career before that. Well, maybe they were saying that the King of the Ring kicked off the career of King Harley Race. Ah, there you go. Yes. And Lance, don't even tell me. Uh, come on. You don't like Happy Cor- Corbin and Madcap Moss? Oh, bro, come on. I stopped watching cartoons dude. when I was like six, dude. They're the greatest. It's just, it's it's cartoon Yes, of course it is. I don't want to watch cartoons. Well, you didn't have to watch it for very long. It's not like it was a half hour. Like, they came out, they did one really bad dad joke. They laughed uproariously. And then some other bloke came out and there was a fight. What more could I ask for in wrestling? I think the thing that gets me is, and again, we've talked about subtlety before. Like, he can't just be Baron Corbin and actually be happy. He has to be called Happy Corbin. Yes. With a talk show called Happy Talk. It's like, and I've mentioned this before, it's like when Dolph Ziggler showed off, they had to make him the show off and put show off on his tights and show off on his Titans drawn. And it's it's just the the one-dimensional over, I don't even know what, the, just the stick, shoving everything down our throat, I guess, for lack of a different thing. It's like, I think if he acted happy, we'd be able to tell he's happy without them telling us 15 times that he's happy. Back in a moment, everybody. Observer Live.
My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. If you've got a small business, you know there's nothing more valuable than your time. So why waste it at the post office? Stamps.com makes it easy to mail and ship right from your computer. No special equipment required. Whether you're in office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. You'll even get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. And their new Rate Advisor tool lets you compare shipping rates across carriers so you always find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk, and when you go to Stamps.com and use offer code FOCUS, you'll receive a four-week free trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top and enter code FOCUS. That's Stamps.com, promo code FOCUS. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Here's a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-585-4760-800-585-4760-800-585-4760. That's 800-585-4760. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. We are joined by Lance Storm, who wants to talk to you, our friends in the listening audience. 844-913-2727 is the phone number. That is 844-913-2727, whatever is on your mind today. Uh, but before that, a couple of a uh, couple of news notes. At this point, the lineup for Crown Jewel has Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar for the title, Becky versus Bianca versus Sasha for the title, RK Bro versus AJ and Omos for the titles, Big E versus Drew McIntyre, Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley, no holds barred, Edge versus Seth Rollins in a Hell in a Cell match. 
and both the King of the Ring and Queen's Crown Tournament Finals. So this is a bigger show than WrestleMania. Money-wise, and uh, those are some big matches they've got lined up for this show here. On a Thursday in a week. Is Big E's match not for the title? Uh, it is for the title. Sorry. Okay, you, you just mentioned the title for all the other matches and not yeah, his. Yeah, yeah. It's cut off here. We've also got uh, a couple of notes from other shows this weekend. We had the GCW show. John Moxley beat Nick Gage in a death match to retain the GCW title. They announced the show on January 23rd. They will be running New York City in the Hammerstein Ballroom. That's going to be a massive show for GCW. Obviously, Semper Vivi was there. We can talk to him about that tomorrow. Impact ran the Knockouts Knockdown Tournament, won by Mercedes Martinez. She beat Brandy, Lauren, Rachel Ellering, and then Tasha Steeles in the finals with the KO Bomb. So that happened this weekend. They also announced that uh, one of your students, Lance Storm, uh, the former Iconics Cassie Lee and Jessica McKay, uh, the former Billy and Peyton Hoist will be heading to Impact Wrestling. They have signed there and will be debuting, I guess, around Bound for Glory. And also that Awesome Kong will be only the second woman inducted into the Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame, the first being Gail Kim. And in my opinion, Lance, if there are two women that need to be in the Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame, it is Gail Kim and Awesome Kong. So yeah, very no good kidding. news. That was the feud that really put uh, Impact Wrestling and the Knockouts on the map. And really, you know, that division really pushed the forefront of women's wrestling more than they get credit for. Um, so, yeah, well-deserved. And, again, since Impact only puts one person in a year, um, having the uh, the top two women for sure for the company going in is great. All right, let's go to the phones here. Let's go to, oh, dear God. John, you're on the air. What's going on? Uh, just leaving court, Brian. How are you doing today? What's happening? Oh, <clears throat> nothing much. I do have a question for Lance and Mr. Storm here. First of all, I'm a big fan of yours, Mr. Storm. They're a big fan since your days in Smoky Mountain. I'm, well, thank you. I remember watching you in Smoky Mountain when I used to go up there to see my cousin in Knoxville, Tennessee, in East Knoxville, Tennessee. So I'm a big fan of yours. Thank you. My question is this. I I always want to ask you this as as a trainer, while you was a trainer and one of the best trainers in, in professional wrestling for the last 20 years. How did you adapt your adapt the wrestling staff to each individual that you uh, when you start getting the starting teaching them to after you teach them the basics and stuff and do you adapt them by their uh, athletic history or sports history or by like for instance like brandon is a former gymnast or somebody that has a, a champion a, a gymnast background of, black belt in jujitsu i could go on and on but go ahead john but how do you how, how did you adapt that do you just look at them and see how they adapt it to them or do you just See what they're good at, or what's their what's their positives and negatives. And and another and a follow up to that is, how do you feel about? I hate saying the cookie cutter way that the performance center does it. Do you, you better not ask this question until he answers, John. 
Lance, do you train everybody the same or do you train them different based on their background? Well, the thing is, I don't believe in training someone for a style. You teach someone how to work. You teach them and un make them understand the psychology and how a match can work. And then a style is something you find and develop on your own. And I think that's one of the, I don't know if I, problems is the word, but I think that's one of the reasons why we, you know, refer to the cookie cutter method in WWE. It's just that you're getting people on television, you know, NXT in particular right now, so early that they haven't even found their own style yet. And again, when you don't have a lot of freedom, you don't have that opportunity to find your style as much. Because again, to me, being able to work, being able to control and adapt a crowd is the important part. And then you, you know, you find the moves that work for you, you find a style that works for you, but that's something you find over time more than you were taught in wrestling school. And I think when trainers or, or athletes try to just learn a style at the beginning, they don't get the important aspects of working. And that's when you get holes in people's games because they haven't learned the important part first. I guess the question that I would ask you, Lance, and uh, I, I, I have an answer, but I want your answer. And I think it's an obvious answer. I believe that if you teach someone to work a very, very specific style from day one, then they would have a tough time working any other style. Whereas if you taught someone to work, they could successfully work in WWE, in New Japan, in AEW, anywhere they go. If you can work, you can work, right? Yes, and I think that's one of the reasons why. You know, you always hear interviews with some people with, uh, I had a hard time adjusting to this style, and it's like, I've never had a hard time adjusting to anybody. And I've worked with a lot of different people from, you know, doing singles matches with Abdullah the Butcher or Rey Mysterio or, you know, Satoru Sayama. It's like, that's a pretty big range. You know, I've worked with the Mark Henrys and the Big Shows and the, you know, the Jerry Lynns and the Rob Van Dams. It's like all very different styles, but I never really had a, a problem because I understood how to work. And obviously I'm a very versatile athlete, but learn to work, learn to control a crowd and an audience and then, you know, styles are just something you can move in and out of. All righty, let's go to lovely, the great white North Canada. Happy Thanksgiving, caller. What's going on? Hey, uh, Brian. Hey, Lance. Uh, this is perfect timing, of course. I have a chainsaw in the background here because uh, it's uh, cordwood season. I'm oh, stuck in cordwood here. Excellent. <laughs> so apologies for that noise there, but uh, uh, hey, Lance, I just have uh, I, I've actually asked the uh, the Twitch homies about this in the past, but uh, I, I always thought that uh, one of the uh, you know one of the one of the weaknesses, I guess, with uh, with AEW, you know, they have all this great talent, but uh, the psychology could definitely be tightened up. Uh, on your show, what you do with Brian, uh, you always have these great points where you kind of break certain things down and, you know, it's things that I never necessarily would have thought about, but, you know, after the show, I'm always like, man, that was, that's so smart. Like, and then I always see that, uh, you know, kind of play out. So would you, would you ever be open to kind of like working with AW in a, you know, like an aging capacity or anything like that? Or uh, I'm open to most things. Again, currently travel issues and stuff are, are still debatable between my wife and I. 
but I, I'm certainly open to the possibility of it. And I think everyone, you know, for the most part, can improve their psychology and tighten things up. And not every aspect of it is really important, but I think the more you can tighten up everything, uh, the better things can be. You know, it's the debate that I always argue when people go, it's either high spots or psychology. And I'm like, no, it can be both. You know, keep the action and then just tighten up the few things to hold the, the crowd and the, the fuddy-duddies like myself or, or others that, you know, like things to make a little bit more sense. Let's go to Leavenworth. You're on the air. What's going on? Hello. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, the storytelling poll that was out there. Um, you know, I, I have a friend who uh, he, he watches only WWE pay-per-views uh, because there's a video package before every match. And, you know, he that's all he needs. Um, you know, and I was I was watching the, the Hangman Page thing. Uh, and, uh, you know, like the video, like the, the interview they did with him after, uh, you know, during uh, Roads to the Top. You know, I thought at first I thought it was kind of like they made him look a little pathetic because he was like drinking by himself, you know, in a room by himself. And he was trying to get Tony Schiavone to look at pictures of his kids. And, you know, it kind of made him look like lonely and stuff. But then, like, I had to go on YouTube and stuff and being the elite uh, to get the backstory on that. Because some of it's on the YouTube channels, you know, uh, to understand that that's the story that they're telling with Hangman Page, you know, how it kind of, it's kind of all over the place. You know what I mean? But that's not to say that I don't like it. So I want to thank you very much for the call. So so basically I think what he's saying is that, uh, and you basically said the same thing, WWE does a better job putting together a video package to convince you, and I, should, I shouldn't say convince because sometimes I actually do have stories, but, you know, sometimes I've seen, you know, they got a match coming up, and I'm like, I can't wait to see this video package. Like, how are they going to? And they actually do a, a fairly decent job sometimes. But whereas with uh, with uh, AW, sometimes uh, they do not have a concise, easy-to-watch video package to explain this to you if you are new or have not been paying attention. Yes, you have to pay attention a little bit more. And uh, that's the thing, though. It's like, I don't think you have to get every single second of the journey it's like if you connect with adam page and you like adam page and believe in adam page as long as you're into his journey like it doesn't matter if you read every single word of the paragraph as long as you get the gist of the story and you're emotionally engaged and want to see him triumph in the end it's like that's the important part all right let's go to san diego you're on the air what's going on Hello, Brian. Hello, Lance. Uh, pleasure to be here once again, calling from Tijuana. Uh, I just want to ask about Buddy Matthews because I saw his match over the weekend in uh, Battleground Wrestling against Brian Cage Protege, and uh, it seems that he's going to do another match down in December with Malachi Black, actually. And I know that uh, there have been reports that AW passed on him, but I don't know. I I think that anyone is game right now since we saw Bobby Fish last week and supposedly he didn't sign the deal after, until after the match with Sammy. So I just want to ask you guys, do you think that there's a possibility of him being at All Elite at some point? And if he goes to Impact, maybe use the Forbidden Door in some capacity? And also, what other guys do you want to see uh, Sammy Guevara face that are not signed with the company at, in this battle right 
Hope you guys are doing great, and happy Thanksgiving, Glenn. Thank you. Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. I mean, anybody, I shouldn't say anybody. I mean, there's certain people that are not going to work for AEW, but... You know, if, if there is a clamoring for somebody to work for AEW, if they're getting over big wherever they're working, then their contract comes due. I mean, it's a possibility. I mean, the thing with Buddy Murphy was a, a great worker in, in WWE, but the two things are he was not a great promo. But, of course, I don't know what opportunities he was really given to prove that he was a great promo. I mean, he had a, a horrible storyline with Aaliyah that nobody could get into. And he also, if you watched him work, he was a great worker, but he worked exactly like Kenny Omega. And they have a Kenny Omega. So that doesn't mean he can't work a different style. It doesn't mean that he couldn't go there. But those were the first two things I thought when he was released from WWE. Back in a moment, Observer Live. even recognize myself anymore i'm really worried about him his addiction i haven't seen him like this ever hey look i, I never wanted to start using I, I knew the drill but i was out of options i, I just want to tell him it's not your fault there are people out there who can help people who have felt your pain they know what you're going through this has to stop I, i'm losing everything Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 
That's 800-760-1845. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Lance Storm joining us here today. What a, what a day. In an hour... Be myself and Filthy Tom Lawler live for our top tier YouTube subscribers. You can go to video.f4wonline.com at 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern. Tom and I are going to talk about New Japan Strong, which, by the way, New Japan Strong wins show of the week this week. That show was awesome. So if you haven't seen it yet and you've got njpwworld.com, go watch Friday's New, or Saturday, I guess now, the Saturday New Japan Strong. What a, what a great show. We'll talk about it. They have any stories on that show or just wrestling? Bro, everything's a story, but it's all a story based on wrestling. It's all, oh, the story is this guy wants to beat the hell out of this guy. Oh, well, this guy wants to beat the hell out of the other guy. Man, what an awesome show it was. Filthy Tom Lawler and Ren Narita. One of the best filthy matches I ever saw. And uh, Minoru Suzuki and Fred Rosser, which was a great match. And... Anyway, we'll talk about the whole show in an hour, and then uh, we'll talk about SmackDown and all that other stuff. Lance will be on Friday for our top-tier YouTube subscribers, also at 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern, so you can always check that out. And Lance, quickly, let's get some plugs in for your gimmicks. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter, at Lance Storm, and if you're interested in some virtual coaching and learning some pro wrestling psychology, email me at swavirtualtraining at gmail.com. Alrighty, everybody. We're going to wrap it up for today. I want to thank all of our Twitch homies here today. We had some excellent questions on the phone lines as well. Mike will be back tomorrow. All sorts of great stuff up on the front page, so check it out. And that is it, everybody. Thanks, Lance, as always. Mike, callers and listeners, we'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.